intros or anything like that and we're recording hello (laughs) everybody so we're here um welcome to taking five not take five you might have thought it was take five beforehand because we said that it was take five beforehand you just couldn't hear the you just couldn't hear the you just couldn't hear the ing in the background yeah i was it it was like taking five is kind (laughs) of what i was saying um we're here uh we have some very special guests in here they go by the name of juniper they're a band. Uh, how long have you guys been a band for? We've been a band for, uh, we started in the spring of 2017. Okay, cool. Yeah. So two years, basically. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's that's a long run. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. That's yeah. decent. Yeah, you guys definitely. are probably probably done soon, honestly. Like, you probably got like six <laughs> Oh, no way, man. No way. <laughs> no, Josh obviously was. not. Obviously not. Obviously not. So, so encouraging. Juniper, they're great. Um, you guys are what, like 20? 21? Uh, I turned already? I turned 20 in like five days. Yeah, so like 19. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 And, end of right August day. for me, too. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I Thanks. feel so old right now. Okay. So, <laughs> You're only 24. Um, That's I am old. That's fine, though. Dude, 24 uh, we'll get to is that so later. young. You're um, so you guys are Boston-based, Wellesley sp- specifically. Um, I've listened to all your stuff. I actually have a confession to make. Um, I heard your new album. Uh, it's not uh, out. It's not out, right? No. It's okay, so yet. we definitely need an ex. Okay, this is where yeah. we're going to need an explanation. Oh, we do have to yeah. get deep into this. Okay, so. Small Jay, world story. Jay Felito. Yeah, right, right. Jay right. Felito. So, to, to catch the, the listener, the dedicated listeners up, um, <laughs> there's this guy, Jay Felito. He owns a small studio in Brighton, Massachusetts called uh, My Lady on Fire, which is where Juniper, these two guys, Scott and Cam, record, are finished recording. Yeah, in the process of pretty, pretty process. much. It pretty sounded much. pretty finished. Yeah, it, it sounded like just where, like where? some last. Yeah. Good to hear. Yeah, in a good way. Super, a good way. super small tweaks. We're pretty much done. Okay, yeah. just like I'm the, jealous because I haven't heard the album. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm probably so other sorry, than you guys. I mean, it so, sounds like there was a sneak preview that we didn't even know. No, about, it was literally so. just me and Jay and then Jim. Those the ones there. Oh, Jim too. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so Jim too. So I, I like got linked up with Jay like a couple months ago. So I actually, so I was a mechanical engineer before everyone who's listened to the podcast is sick of this for sure. But <laughs> I was a mechanical engineer before I got into music. You um, were. And when, I know, crazy. And when I got into music, I just like basically applied to like every studio in Boston. And the first one that got back to me was Jay at this little studio, My Lady on Fire. And so I went in for an interview and he like, I walked in and I my resume was just like, engineering like that's all i had i didn't have any music on it or anything like that um and so i gave him my resume and we like started talking and after like three minutes he just like stopped me he was like yo so like are you like actually serious about this because you have like no experience that sounds really like something i swear that that i am but anyway so i like i just kind of like left it was like not a great it was definitely like oh shit this is gonna be harder than i thought to get into but full circle like a couple months later and i i wound up here instead but a couple months later he reached back out to me and was like hey so like um, things have been a bit slower at the studio lately. We've just been working with mainly one band who I didn't know at the time was you guys. Um, but like, you know, how he has the wedding band too. Yeah. 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 So he was like, do you want to like do some live sound for us? So that's what I've been doing. So I've gotten to know him over the past few weeks. And oh, there was that's one, awesome. Like, that's really Random cool. Wednesday, like now, like a month ago, excuse me, where, um, he like texted me the day before. He was like, Hey, uh, are you free tomorrow night? Like I have some random like mixing work that we're doing that you can like sit in on if you guys want. If you want. And I was like, for sure. Like, I'd love the experience. So I go. I met Jim, who's another guy who works with this guy, Jay. And they're talking about this, like, new band that they have. And they're like, oh, they're so great. They're all so young. Like, they're really good. They're, like, they're, like, really into this. Like, they've been spending a ton of time here. And we're basically, like, in the final process of mixing. So I heard, like, literally the That's entire awesome album. to hear. That's super um, sick to hear. And it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. What's what's? Do you know what it's called yet? Yes, but you don't. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, Keep it up. Yeah. 
Oh, the biggest thing I can keep from you now is oh, just the title. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, know, sure I, I know. I know. I know. A little mystery. A little mystery. To complete the circle for the listeners, as I told kind of you guys this but the reason i know cam and scott is because i went to high school with them right so i knew them when like scott was doing fuller brook zoo i don't know if you were ever in what is what is that zoo it's actually the band before juniper which was the prototype before like the every good band has the prototype i love fuller brook zoo i was a huge fan but i also do love juniper now like i really like your guys new sound yeah you know fuller brook zoo is like the vibe jam band of like a bunch of high school friends right and then juniper is kind of like that same energy but then a little bit more professional and like with like means of like kind of going a little bit farther right or actually maybe a lot bit farther with the intent to go further yeah so to be honest like from what i heard and from the stuff you guys said on spotify like i am shocked that you guys are 19 and 20 like at least you're singing and you guys are the two main singers right and then there's um, Mm -hmm. a girl as well Right, who sings? Uh, She's kind of like an auxiliary member. So like okay, she cool. um, is like another good friend of ours, and she has been like sometimes like helping out with writing songs with cool. us. But really, like she just like we love the way she sounds yeah. on some songs, and so like we're like, hey, like if you want to sing on some stuff, like we'd love to have you. Right. Um. So like she's not like in the band, but she like helps out when she can. Cool. Yeah. And she's on "Staring Across the Water," which is like the big song. Yeah. Well, so it's actually kind of funny. There's been a couple of different girls that have like female vocalists that have stepped in, and oh, okay. so that female vocalist actually is not in the oh. band. But yeah, I know. So we've had we've had like two to three. So right now we actually have two female auxiliary vocalists. Okay. I, I know this Just is a lot to swallow. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And then Breakdown. that, and then the previous girl is now doing her own thing. Okay. Um, musically, but cool. uh, yeah, yeah. That's sick. So like. How does that work out? Because that's okay. So, so staring across water is like obviously stream wise your biggest song. It says like two hundred thousand streams or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. Um, a couple questions. One, how did that like happen? Like, did was that surprising to you guys? Did you market it a ton? Did you just wake up one day and you're like, oh my god? I actually remember getting a call from Scott with the news that he had gotten on that playlist. And you were like almost in tears. You were like freaking out that this <laughs> yeah. song had gotten on this playlist, and it was. It I mean it was a big playlist, resulted in a, like a lot of streams yeah. too. So it was like it definitely was a big moment. What did you submit it to the playlist, or did it just Spotify picked it up? Well, so that so staring across the water came out on an EP in this in the fall of 2017. Okay. Um, and actually, um, like that iteration of the band, um, is no longer like like so. I'm the only remaining member from that time. Oh, um, so I yeah, gotcha. so, so like Cam came on board like in, within the past calendar year. So like the new unit has kind of been like fresh and new, but like we've just been like t- creating so much output. Um, right. that like it's been kind of cool like to follow up on that EP with like this full album coming out but so that EP comes out say fall 2017 but then you know it's about maybe like 11 12 even like 13 months later when like you know it's at around like 8,000 listens from like us just sending it out to bloggers and promoters and like just, like you know like submit hub like there's all these different platforms you can just email the song through and then it goes up there on live and like people can look at it and share it but at the end of the day like we got onto a discover weekly playlist wow. on spotify oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah so that, that was really that, that <laughs> was really cool, cool. Was and, really and we, cool. so we didn't like submit anything because it was already released mm-hmm. um and so, like, in, in in order to do that, you have to submit it pre-release, yeah. yeah. Um, which we didn't know. But I didn't even think that was even an option back in spring, fall yeah. of 2017. So, um, but, yeah, so we got under Discover Weekly playlist, and since then, it's just been, like, pretty exponential. So was it, tr- was it really, like, it's one day that you have, like, 500 listens, and then the next day you have, like, 10,000? Or was it much more gradual? It's much more gradual, and I think 
it's interesting too because you would think it would be like over overnight like oh my god i got right, like right. 10 voicemails and like we're blowing up you know it's like we're in a mall and we're down the radio like yeah. like like that movie kind of <laughs> yeah, shit like yeah, it's not yeah, really yeah, it's not yeah. really like that movie moment cuz like everything is like a reaction you know yeah. so like like one person will listen and be like, "Oh, this is so sick. Let me send that to my friend." And then like that needs to yeah. have a reaction. Like it's like there's like a lag time a little bit. Uh. Um, but like instead of it being like five hundred ten thousand, it's maybe like five hundred to then like twenty five hundred. So gotcha. it, Which so is like still, that's yeah. five times. And the, that that yeah. lag time that lag time is cool sometimes though because like yeah. yes, it's almost it's almost like amazing if it blew up overnight and you have that like movie moment where you're hearing it like in a, a public establishment. But it's like watching people get into it and watching people like come up to you. And, and and tell you their honest opinions and what they like is like I don't know that's the cool part for me definitely. Do you guys find that like checking on it is a cool feeling too? Like just seeing like Spotify it for artists, go up you know? and go up and go up yeah. and go up. Definitely seeing monthly listeners like go up is definitely a fun one. It is kind of a rabbit hole at the same time though, and I feel like it's like you, you got to play a danger. It's a dangerous game because. You know, if you're only relying on like every morning you're waking up and you're checking your phone and you're like, all right, how many streams? You know, like, and if that happens, if, you know, like say you have like 50 streams one day, you know, like that can be pretty discouraging if you're looking at it every day. And so like streams are cool because it's like rewarding. It's like actual, you know, like high volume like we're looking at like what people are doing but at the end of the day like if we're not confident about it then like nothing matters and if we are confident about it about it then nothing else matters as well right you know what i mean so like it's almost like blindfully going in blindfully going forward but like with the mindset of like it is kind of cool to get that validation that people are like believing in what we're doing too yeah for sure yeah Yeah. that's really cool yeah so i guess taking it back to taking it back to the beginning so because this is a question I like to ask all the musicians oh, on our here podcast. It goes. Oh, here it goes. Oh, <laughs> here starts like the next like hour of like we're gonna get through this two takes years so of your guys' long. Like, No, takes no, so I'm fine tuned the process. It'll get better. <laughs> we're gonna be great. Okay, how did you guys first get into music? I guess we'll start with you, um, Scott. So, like my, my my family has been very musical. Um, whether that be just like hanging out in the living room and you know like watching like old documentaries of like bands like Beatles stuff like classic rock like all that stuff is like definitely in the wheelhouse for me and so like I just kind of grew up listening to like also like Motown um and so like I've kind of had like an eclectic palette like for a long time right um and I think that is like been help aiding a lot in like our songwriting too but I think so I've been like a big music guy like for a long time right um and then I first met Cam um, actually when I first, cause in high school I started off as more like doing sports oriented kind of guy. And okay. I was like, so I was a big basketball guy, I played soccer too. Big sports guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, big sports guy. So many sports. <laughs> big sports guy. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I also like was always passionate about music, sure. but that wasn't always like well received, um, especially like in the place where we well, grew high up. School, high school, musical yeah, action yeah, there. a little, a little, bit, like, a little Troy, bit. What's the last Troy Bolton? Yeah. Right? yeah, Scott yeah. is the Troy Bolton. All he wants to do is Saint Peter, no but, <laughs> but his basketball so buddies won't allow him. <laughs> Come on, dude! I just want to sing, but I have to practice my three. Yeah, no, but um. But I uh, I met Cam the first time I ever did. Um, I went out for a musical theater uh, in the fall. The production was Grease. Um, and yeah, Kate was in the I was too. in the show. Yeah, yeah, Ensemble, baby. Yeah, she, Kate. Crushed. Yeah, she, she crushed. Kate's little known musical theater background. <laughs> my, no, little, she crushed. my little uh, toe dip. Wait, who'd the... you guys play? 
I was ensemble. Okay, <laughs> Scott, what were you? I was Kanicki, and hence Cam was Danny. So we played best oh. friends on they stage. They were the hot shots. Oh, let's be it honest. It was a good here. combo. It <laughs> was a good combo. And so like, and then from then, you know, like I was like, whoa, musical theater is so sick. Right. And I was like, this dude is so sick. And then I, and then, <laughs> and then he tried Cam. out, and then, <laughs> and then he auditioned for a group that I was already in, which was called Rice Street, which was a vocal jazz group. Okay. Um, and like pr- pretty high caliber, um, but like a lot of fun, really good environment. And he like and he, he got in, and then we were both tenors, and so like we sat right next to each other. And then the rest is like on Wikipedia somewhere. Right, right, right. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Rest. <laughs> Do you guys have Wikipedia? No, no. You gotta get one. You somebody you somebody needs one. to make one for us. Maybe we'll make one after. Oh, live. Right? Let's live. Let's make live Juniper's make up Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that too. We need like the info history, you know, members. We can have a past members page. We just yeah, have to yeah. get one of those apps that transcribes like words and just have it transcribe this podcast. Yeah, onto yeah, 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 yeah. It will um, have no. It will make no sense. It'll be in complete not chronological order. It will literally be, be just like our shout outs halfway through the sentences. Yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, so you're both singers, obviously. So. Here's my, I always have a question. I've heard both of you guys sing, both lovely voices. How dope is it to have a lovely voice? Like, is yeah. it just, do you just like, Josh would do you know. just like, I would not know. Uh, like, do you just like wake up sometimes just like, I'm tired. Like, like that's you know what I mean? That's like, you just like wake up and sing to the birds just, like, in the morning. Yeah, the birds. Like, what's that cartoon? Where the, you, the, you mean Mer- Snow White? Yes. <laughs> that's a cartoon. That is a cartoon. But seriously, like. Seriously and not seriously, you know what no, I mean? No, it's, that's a good point. It's interesting you say that, too, because, like, the more... And it's, like, definitely... I, I think that it's most prevalent with, like, vocal skill, but, like, any musical skill will will land you in the room with people who also have musical skill. That's true. And also have the potential to be better than you. So, like, on one hand, it is so amazing to, like, to, like know on a certain level that you do have, that you're talented to an extent. Sure. But also... Like the presence of other people and the presence of other really, really, really good people is one really humbling. Yeah. But like in definitely in a good way. Like yeah, it definitely yeah, yeah. like definitely in a way. And it's especially like a, a band is always a setting. It's I don't know, it's always a very cohesive setting. It's right. very creative setting. So anyone that you really bring in the room, anyone that you surround yourself with, like really also loves that creative process. Right. Definitely. So like having skill there and like having skill that like isn't yours is like definitely really really that's cool. true but like definitely yeah ha- knowing knowing that like you're talented is, is definitely a good feeling, good it is feeling. Cool. Good yeah. feeling. Yeah. so circling back cam how did you get into music how did i get into music um i was a little more resilient um i think it's interesting that you mentioned music taste because like i think that's definitely what influenced a lot definitely influences a lot of people's um like interpretation of music and what type of music that they like but my first run in with like this type of music was my first, um, I think it was like my eighth birthday or something. But my dad had gotten me the first generation iPod Nano, like that that Yo. the square one with like the gla- the glass back almost, yeah. like oh, that, that, that shit. the real yeah, OG one. That's yeah. OG. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> ever have the like big thick? Oh yeah, giant iPod. Oh, it's the hundred and sixty-four gigs. Yeah. yeah, they weigh like, yeah, yeah, like, four, yeah. like forty yeah, pounds like four or something. Yes. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, if you if you dropped it, it was like you needed a case to protect the floor. It wasn't for that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the Nokia version yeah. of an iPod. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my so dad had actually put like 
his whole like music library on that iPod like prior to giving it to me. So like I had all this classic rock. Right. Like I had like the you know the Eagles and like all these. Like, and you instantly were like yeah, instantly, this is great. yeah. Like yeah. this is great music. How could you not think that? Yeah, you know, I, mean, with, I have the with same, but I think a lot rock. of people. Well, I don't know. I think it takes everyone a different amount of times. Like I definitely didn't get into rock music at all until like seventh or eighth grade. Really? Because I just never heard it. That's fair. That was yeah. the thing. And, yeah. But for me, it was like as soon as I did hear it. Although actually, like, and I think a lot of people like the first time I heard Stairway to Heaven, I was like. This is boring. What the fuck? Like, this is, I was like, sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now it's like my favorite song ever. But I, I think it does take people. Sometimes I think people just hear it and instantly are like, wow, yeah, this yeah. is this is it. I yeah. think sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to get into it. It took my brother doing the whole give me an iPod. Like he gave me a flash drive with a bunch of rock music on it in sixth grade. And like I was listening to like Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, you know, which yeah. can't can't hate on my girls. I still love no. them. But Shout out it was like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Honestly, well, love that's them. the Come sad the part is like is like they're not terrible. Like those like such radio friendly, pop friendly artists are not bad. It's but just it's like you, yeah, you see the look on people's faces when they hear a song that like isn't a four chord progression, and yeah. they're like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, like, you know what I mean? This, like, this, this could be a standard. This people has been just here the whole time. It as the standard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think people yeah, get confused yeah. at first. They're like, wait, that chord's not. That doesn't make sense. Like, that's not supposed well, to. I know. There's yeah. multiple that's supposed instruments playing during this song. But anyway, sorry, we we distracted from you. That's all good. But yeah, I definitely like that. Yeah, the iPod was definitely a big, big formulative moment. Um, other than that, I mean, like I always really loved to sing around the house. I was just like, would sing to myself. Um, but I like, definitely was one of those kids who like, who like knew that I liked music, but like for some odd reason was very resistant to like doing anything. To pursue it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Cause like, you know, singing requires you music, but singing in general requires you to really put yourself out there in like a lot of ways. Right you know that's uncomfortable to some people for sure so it really eventually came down to me repeatedly saying no to any like any venture into the arts um until my mom like forced me literally forced me like wrote like signed me up without telling me um oh for this local uh this local um this local production like this local uh theater production which is hilarious because that's actually the production where i met one of my best friends who recorded the original piano track on Regret. Asada. Oh, it's a little and full that, circle. That wow. is Willful Genetti. Shout oh, out Willful Genetti if you're, if you're listening to this. Was actually the, the original Wait, his name is creator. Will, no, Will Fulgenetti. Will Space Fulgenetti. Oh. <laughs> what did you think it was? Willful. Like his Willful? name was Willful. Like, like Wilfred, but Willful. And then la- last name, last name Genetti. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Um, Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's really that's really how it was born. It was really like, I mean, I I always had a love for it, but I was always, uh, I don't know, I was always a bitch. I guess is the easiest hey. way to, is the easiest way to say it until my mom finally had no more of it, and, uh, and she was like, and she, uh, she said, I, "You're mom, going." I have no bitch first. Coming she said, in. "You're going." <laughs> mom, how could you embarrass me in front of my friends? So did you like? Yeah. Were you confident? Did you like kind of know you could sing, but weren't? Because I feel like I found like two styles of singer. Well, several styles of singer, but one is like. One is the person who's really good, but is like, oh, no, like, I'm terrible. Like, I'm terrible. Like, yeah. I, I'm never going to be like that. And then one is the person who's really bad and thinks that they're really good. That's true. <laughs> I also, I definitely didn't, because well, the hardest part about musical theater is, like, I love, like, musical theater personally. Like, I think it's a great art form. But, like, some of the best singers in musical theater, I would not go see in concert. Just because, oh. like the style, the style of musical singing, 
like musical theater is just like it's like you're presenting a story you know what i mean it's not it's not like stylistically you know like the pain the pain and emotion is delivered mostly through the words and not through the way that you're singing it whereas like when you're singing a like a pop tune you're not going to be like your story hasn't been set up over like an hour and a half and multiple like multiple music multiple musical scores so it's like there's so much more unsaid energy in like when you write pop songs yeah not pop songs but like non-musical theater songs when you're writing your own songs exactly it's not songs for listening not for really watching yeah 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 and it's like i think that there's like so much more of like an attitude in in uh in in conventional music writing where it's just like if you don't like it sorry <laughs> whereas sure. like as sucks like, yeah and, and it's like but it's interesting though because you think about musical theater and there's like there's so much more of like a like the advertising wave of musical theater i don't know i don't want to get myself too far down the rabbit hole but like there's so many <laughs> no, things we we, we that are so so different about the two um and it ultimately comes down to the fact that, like, if I liked musical theater, I'd still be doing it. Right. <laughs> I think at a certain point, you make a you make a choice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you can't, yeah. I, I suppose you could do both to a certain point. Um, so you guys are both in college, right? Yeah. Where at? Keep I'm going. at Boston University right hey, now. Shout out, oh, shout out BU. Shout out Where? Terriers. I go to James out. Madison University. Shout out James Madison, founding father. Founding father? Yeah. Uh, no, maybe. He even, was, even if he wasn't, he, he, I don't he, think he anyone was a would part know. of. The, he was a part of the Constitution. Of the okay, Nation. yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's one of the guys. Yeah. Was it? Is, it, is that the? You know what? Josh? Is the second president? I don't. I, don't, I, don't, so I think James we should Madison. stop. Actually, wait, all right. What, what, the person who doesn't go to James Madison. What president was James Madison? What number president? Are you asking trivia? me? I'm asking anyone. Does anyone know? James Monroe. I think the person who does go to James Madison doesn't know. Like trivia, just like. Just state of where we all at in our history now. Does anyone wanna know? What I purposely chose James that. Madison, not as, I want to say like I want to say five. I think yeah. James Madison was 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 five or six, but I think he was. I, oh, I, well, James oh, Monroe was four. George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James what? Monroe. Wait, where was John Quincy Adams? John Quincy Adams isn't until the 1820s. Further down. Further down. <laughs> I just know there's John you're, Adams and John Quincy you're Adams. You're fast-tracking right now, Josh. <laughs> this bring guy isn't guessing the president. No, I, I haven't taken history class in a very long time. Okay, so right. anyway. So Go James. I gotta stop with four. That's not gonna... That's okay. Yeah, we, we won't get any Okay, so in college, are you in college for music? Are you in college for other stuff? Other stuff. Yeah, well, so I'm so I'm uh, majoring in international relations um, with it. a functional focus. So yeah, there's like it's like these are weird words, but like so I'm essentially focusing on environment and development um, cool. in the Middle East and North Africa. Oh, tight. Yeah, that's awesome. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I feel really so. inadequate um, with my art photography degree right here. That's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm undeclared, so you guys have, oh, you guys have it over all of me. No, undeclared is the way to go. Yeah. Um, You're also going to be a sophomore year, right? Yeah. That's a year. Oh, year yeah. Yeah. Cool. Get, uh, so yeah, so he's going to be a sophomore. I'm going to be a junior. You're going to be a junior. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, you got a little more figured out. You'll have it figured out at that yeah, point. I'll and then sure. you'll graduate and then you'll completely unfigure out everything that you figured out. Of course. Or, or I'll figure it out in like six months and then nine months later I'll fig- I'll unfigure you'll, it out. Yeah, you'll, yeah. And then three months later again. I'll figure it out again. <laughs> Just perpetually figure it out. I'll go in cycles. So where do you guys envision music being in your life? Like do you... Would you do the band thing full time if you had the opportunity? Do you think that it's just something that's going to be a hobby? That's an interesting question because, like, you know, I've had a couple people ask me, like, because, like, what you just said really boils down to, like, what does it mean to you? Right. It's like, if it doesn't mean all the things that you wanted to, like, do you still want to do it? You know? Right. And, and the answer is, of course, like, the answer is definitely. Like, yeah. when I first started this, um, you know, everyone wants to be famous, but, like, everyone like, a, like if you, like, Every, and people like playing in a band, but like playing in a band like 
suck sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's late nights, <clears throat> and it's not a lot of money sometimes, and it's like, you know, there are, there are certain negative things about it, but, like, I think, and definitely I think Scott can attest to this, but, like, if we didn't absolutely love it, and, like, if we, if we like, wouldn't do it for free without question, that we don't have to, luckily, but, like, I think we all would do it for free without question because, right. we, because we love it so much. Yeah. But at a certain um, point, it becomes, like, because right now you're in college, you're doing other stuff, yeah. like, you don't have to rely on this, right? This is just like, yeah, it's fun. We're doing it. If we make money, that's even better. Yeah. And you are, which is great. But at a certain point, like, I feel like people sort of have to make that decision for themselves. Like, is this something that I would be willing to drop everything else and just like go on tour and like do these crazy nights and like scrounge enough money to make by until we either make it big or get sick of each other? Yeah. Is, do you think, obviously you don't, necessarily know this right now but do you envision that being something you'd be willing to try i guess cam you kind of gave your answer yeah i mean the quick thing i'd say is like definitely we would want to like avoid going into it super blindly right but like i think that like when it comes down to it is if there is like if people see if we see that spark i think that like everyone in this band is like incredibly passionate to the point where like yeah oh yeah we get it we go get it would you would you echo that scott yeah i think at the yeah i think at the end of the day it does come down to how much you love it and i think it also comes down to like diversifying yourself, mm. um, not not only like as like a human, but as like a musician itself. Because like there's a lot of different avenues that you can take as a musician if you want to be in the industry. You know, right. like here we are right now doing a podcast. Right. Like you know, you were talking earlier about you were wanting to be like a sound engineer at like My Lady on Fire. So like there's a lot of different like things that come with the industry. Um, but I think, you know, with us being 19 right now and us and like us having like the privilege like to be in college right now and right. like have these like three four month summers and like like this time to like be able to focus on this i think right. like with what we have going it'd be stupid not to like fully run with it for Definitely. the time being you know and yeah. i think like that that answer will always kind of be morpheus so it's always going to kind of be changing yeah but because i think like ask me that when i'm 24 right you know like <laughs> It's a different answer, I think. Sure. You yeah. know, because it dep yeah, depends yeah. on the on the music. You gotta consider release. different things too, definitely. So so being at so you guys obviously don't go to the same school. So like during the school year though, how does the band work? Like do you Great. are you working on stuff? Like are you writing songs? Are you coming up with different I don't know, beats? Is that what yeah, the pe cool people kids people say? ask us a lot because like that is definitely like a real like thing that we have to deal with. But at the same time, like I like I always view this as a positive because it's almost like a, like a, like a like an off season. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like people will say, like, oh, well, like how can you guys even be a band if like you guys don't even go to school together? But the thing is, is like we all live in the same area, like when we're not at school. And so you have like a four month summer and right. then a month in the winter time. And then you have like a week or two of like spring break. One of the guys, in the, like the drummer goes to a Jesuit school. So he has a, like an Easter break too. Ah. That's like also like a week long. So yeah. like Ooh. two weeks, arguably yes. in the spring semester, you got a fall semester. And if it's a big show, you fly back for it. And in the meantime, when you're not together, it's like heavy focus on songwriting, heavy right. focus on like the business promotional kind of stuff um so like it it's actually nice because then like we can kind of delegate our energy so that when we are together it's like recording just playing recording, yeah. just playing yeah. yeah yeah so like it it actually ends up working out and it, like so thus far it's been working out that's, that's streamlines the process almost yeah yeah you have really different does. you have like t different times of the year to focus on different parts of your music yeah, definitely. Yeah. So like you can cool off a little bit too. Yeah. And it's hard because like we we view ourselves as artists, but it's like because we are 
like struggling artists in like a financial way like we also kind of have to view ourselves as like businessmen and oh, like yeah. view like juniper as like also like a business and i like i don't want to do that because i think like those are two pretty conflicting mentalities like an artist versus like a businessman um but i think like we at the end of the day like coming back to that question of like you know like what, like what do you guys see yourselves doing it's like at the end of the day like as long as we're passionate about what we're doing and we be and we believe like the five of us believe in what we're doing like anything else is going to fall into place and like i believe that that's dope yeah i believe that. that's some inspirational that's talk some, yeah, right write there write that shit down Hell that's yeah. going on the wikipedia page sure. <laughs> yeah we need a plaque we need a plaque for that so on pinterest yeah <laughs> i think what you guys said is is super valid i don't i don't like I think that a lot of artists do kind of have to be business people in a sense. In fact, most do, unless you have like a manager. But so like our no our studio manager here, shout out Brittany. Brittany, come on the podcast, Brittany. We're yeah, we're upset with her. We're right pushing now. her. Yeah, where's Brittany at? Pushing her. She's, where's she's Brittany at? at? She's yeah. doing her thing. She's managing. She's she she is living her life. She's just managing so hard she's right now. Um, so but hard. she always says that like basically as a musician like as a professional musician or someone in the music industry like you have to be an entrepreneur in order to really make it like not only like you can be a producer you can be a songwriter you can be a singer you can be a photographer you can be any of these types <laughs> of roles but like you have to almost like do more than that you have to like innovate in some sense and like figure out what you can bring to the table that like other people cannot and in a sense of like the band where you're out there and you're like you know you guys are really good i've heard your music like I don't doubt that your music is good enough to like be right up there with other top artists, but Hell it's just yeah. like, how do you get your shit heard? And like, how do you kind of innovate? And like a lot of that comes down to like image and shit like it's that. It's excessive too. pluralism too, man. Like at this rate, like I could go walk across the street to that music store and buy like three microphones in the interface, walk back to my place and I could record anything I want to pay a $20 subscription and put it up on Spotify a week later. Yeah. Anyone can do it. And so, like, that's great because, like, hell yeah, man, more, yeah. more musicians is way better than less musicians. Right. But if you're trying to, like, m make this a living and, like, right. depending on what your aspirations are, like, oh, like, I want to be, like, co-writing a song with John Mayer or, like, oh, like, I want to be, like, hanging out with, like, Shawn Mendes, like, driving and, like, I don't know, like, yeah. watching yeah. a movie together. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to be, like, on that level, <laughs> like, you have to, like you said, yeah. differentiate yourself from, the, from, like, everybody else. And, right. like, what we found... And this may even not be the right answer, but like at least where my heart is right now is like it just all comes down to originality, and like yeah. you are most original when you are yourself. Right. So do you think originality is enough? Because again, like I agree with you guys, and this is something that like as an artist myself, like I have frankly dropped the ball on in terms of like being like okay, like, how can I like differentiate myself from like other people? But well, it's like, freaking hard, dude. It's hard because it originality yeah. it's is, a is great. And when I was listening to you guys, I was like trying to think of a genre to describe it. And I was like, I couldn't really come up with one, honestly, which yeah. I think is good. I think it's a really good thing because it means it's not just like I'm not turning it on. I'm like, oh, you know who this sounds like? This sounds like fucking Maroon Five or like sounds yeah, like yeah. Taylor Swift or something like that. Like I don't know, it's like indie rock, alt yeah, rock. Speaking something of like, that. like how would you what yeah, would good. you classify your guys' music as? Like, if you had to pick, like, a blend of genres. Well, like, the past two singles that we released are, like, more, like, indie rocks. Like, we just released yeah. a single, by, like, a week and a half ago. That, here for the yeah, first, for time. first time. Yo, yeah. banger. Hell yeah. Josh, what a plug. What a Actually, that was, that was definitely my favorite one. Hell Very, yeah. like, just super catchy. Just, like, Word. been in my head for Thank a couple you, man. days. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And that's off the new album, right? Yeah, so that's coming I heard that in the studio also. And when I heard that in the studio, they were, like, that wasn't one they were working on, but they were, like, just playing it 
on. They were playing on like a shitty speaker, just okay, like make I'm sure mad. it kind of stacked I, up. Okay, you gotta fucking. Josh, know, where man. was the invite? I, you didn't. I'm mad. Like the my lady on fire. Like what? I wanted to chill. I think I literally knew you for like a week at that point. Uh, this is like, okay. this is like that's understandable. Yeah. That's understandable. I, don't think I, I, don't think <laughs> I, I wouldn't have invited myself either. <laughs> I was like, mm. I thought about it. <laughs> either way, so yeah, so indie rock more. But what did you guys start off as? I think like, it would definitely be easier talking about like, like artists that we pull like inspiration yeah. from, mm-hmm. which is like in a sense even more diverse than like what yeah. we could say that our that our genre is. But like to name a few, it would be. You can help me out. It's got to be John Mayer, definitely. Sure. Mm. Um, there's definitely like a super soul funk like influence. I, I like it would hard. It's hard to like go as far to say James Brown because like that's so distinctive. But right, like, but why not say that? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Why not? We'll One of the most back. individualistic like artists that there has been. So, yeah, James so, Brown's low key the goat. Yeah, <laughs> Scotty Toss the third. Will we'll be like a third, third and fourth one. Like. I'd also say, because, um, like, yeah, it's, like, bits and pieces of bands. So, like, for right. example, like, we love Fleet Foxes because, like, for, uh, like... A variety of reasons. Yeah, yeah, a lot of reasons. <laughs> but, like, one being, like, harmonies. So, like, like we focus on them for harmonies. Or, like, for, mm. for, if we're looking at, like, production style. Yeah. Like, we love Daniel Caesar, like, production style. Right. Yeah. And John Mayer production and style. And it's the, like, genera- uh, the generational, generational aspect of it, too, is because, like, harmonies are also, like, a huge, huge element of, of like, the way that our music is distinctive. And for it's, sure. It's important to, like look at the Flea Foxes interpretation of harmony, but oh, also look at something super like, you know, like a Crosby, Stills and Nash song, which is like oh, those are full crazy, of yeah. harmonies. You know what I'm saying? It's the same, it's the same concept, but like utilized in different ways. Yeah. They were crazy at those. Oh, nuts. Yeah. I am a sucker for a good harmony. And I felt yeah. like even like from the beginning of Juniper, I always felt like you guys definitely had a good sense. And like this, this might just be my view on it, but I think that that definitely stems from your guys's like training throughout high school. I was, like, easily, I was yeah. just about to say that, yeah, just the probably the formal, the formal like group vocal training. Yeah, probably for sure. definitely helped that. Would for you sure. say that you are hometown heroes? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> well, you? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. No, um, no. I mean, Scooter's Wellesley born and raised. So yeah, I've I've lived my whole my whole life. I've lived in the same house pretty much. Like in yeah. It's yeah for the purpose of the story. Yeah, I've lived in the same house like my whole life. Hometown hero? I don't know because like the answer is no. Good. Um, That's the right answer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, That's yeah. the right answer. The short I like answer it. is no. Yeah. But I hope that like there are kids that know us through like out like because we have younger siblings that right. are in the system right now at the public high school. Um, and middle school in the, in the system. system. <laughs> in the system. No, but like Correct. I think I, I I hope that like young kids or younger kids who are like super passionate about music are like watching what we're doing and at least feeling like some sort of like hope and like inspiration that like you can do this and like have a lot of fun and like be respected for it. Yeah. Because like, again, as I I, I mentioned earlier, like, you know, like where we grew up is not like, there is a big emphasis on performing arts, but there's also a bigger emphasis on like sports and academics. And like that is still like super important. But I think, like, to some people, like, there are things that are more important than other things. And so, like, for someone that's trying to do music, like, there needs to be some sort of validation or, like, something or someone or some group to look up to. And so, like, yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool, like, if I, like, I, I hope there's a 12-year-old listening to our music right now. And he's like, hell yeah, man. Like, I like, want to be I'm going to do this, this shit things. one day. Literally, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like yeah. that's the whole goal. Is, like, I, like, I just want to inspire people, dude. Yeah. Definitely. Like, to do what they want to do. Yeah. 
That's beautiful. I second that. Hundred percent. <laughs> Another yeah. quote for the Wikipedia page. That's so, yeah, you guys are really hyping your Wikipedia page up I right hope, now. I hope, I hope the transcriber's right? still working. Yeah, <laughs> still. yeah we'll we'll get it working. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone code that up. I feel like one of my friends should be able to do that. One of your techie friends. One of my techie friends. Who, like, <laughs> yeah. Man, computer. We'll get I don't that up. Understand Definitely. Yeah. Science. We'll, we'll get that kickstarted. We'll get him. We'll get him inserted. All right, everybody. So that was Juniper the band. Go check them out on all of their socials at Juniper the band on Instagram. Uh, their website too. Full disclosure, I forget what they said their website was, but go check out the rest of the podcast. And I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Uh, so Kate and I, we're going to try something new. Um, we, as we have mentioned many times, and if you've listened at all, you are fully aware of, have very short attention spans. And, uh, you know, we, we got a few listeners now. We've been listening to the feedback. Um, and we realized that our listeners maybe don't have the longest attention spans either. And, you know, as uh, Kate who actually has ADD and me who it, it probably has ADD. I, I'll self-diagnose a tiny, tiny little bit of it to myself right now. Um, we should understand that. You know, we should understand that people don't have the longest attention spans in the world. And thus, I don't know why we're releasing, you know, hour and a half, hour and 50 minute podcast. That's who, who, who has time to listen to that? Unless you have like a two hour commute in the morning, in which case get a new job. Um, so we are going to start. We're going to try something new. We're going to try breaking these episodes up into two parts. Um, hopefully never three parts, but if we do have a really long interview, then maybe we'll break it up into three parts. Um, and keep giving us your feedback because we really appreciate it. So part two of this episode coming up later this week, uh, probably we'll either do like Thursday or Friday, probably, uh, just kind of get, you know, get you the first half early in the week on Mondays, the second half later in the week. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. We get more, more into detail about their band, how they got started and um, some different things that they hope they're doing soon. And then we play our, uh, our patented games slash segments with the band this time. Maybe a little shit-talking strangers. Maybe a little inventor's corner. You'll just have to see. Find out next week. Or later this week.